Okay. Okay, it's good. That's good. All right. Hey, what is going on, guys? It's your boy, El Loco, a.k.a. Juan Rodriguez. Today, I bring to you guys episode 5 with my brother, Rafa Rodriguez. Woo! What's up? Thanks for having me, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for the of invite. Of course, of course. All right, well, for this episode, we're going to have recap some fights, talk some fights, go in-depth analysis, you know, the usual. Um, let me give you guys a status update on, on how it's going with my training and my weight. Um, I'm currently down, finally. I finally didn't get past the 287, li like, um, part where I couldn't get past before. But finally, I'm down in the lower 180s. And yeah, just, you know, just training hard. Um, I kind of did struggle this, like, past two weeks, two, three weeks. I wasn't able to talk about it last episode, but I'm just giving it a bit. Um, this episode, I kind of hurt my ankle. I don't know how, but it was just hurting with running and doing jump rope. So my main, my main source of cardio was kind of getting in the way of me um, training, but I didn't let that stop me. You know, so I just kept grinding and it worked out. Um, I'm feeling better, so everything's going good now. So let's hope by the next time I see you guys, I'm finally hitting below the 180s. You know, that's the goal. That's the goal. But let's talk about first about the UFC Paris fights. Um, I don't know if you want to take the first words here. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, it's been, uh, I think I actually rewatched the fight card uh, yesterday. and uh, Okay. I just, I actually just watched the the fights that had finishes because um, <laughs> I, I didn't want to, I mean, I didn't want to watch like the the decision fights just because yesterday I, I just wanted to watch the ones that ended quickly. Um, they were pretty good. Um, I, well, the main card I did primarily watch like from Joaquin Buckley's fight to the main, main event. I did watch like all of the, the, the play. Um, and actually it's talk, talking about the Joaquin Buckley fight, is, uh -huh. um, who did he fight? What was his name? He, uh, he fought a dude, a French dude. But, see. Uh, Im Imavo. No, it was Imavo. Yeah, he trains with, um, Cyril Gan at, uh, is it MMA Masters, I believe? Let me see. Um, let's see, let me pull, let's see if I can pull it up here on the quicks. Let me see. I'm trying to search it up too. Okay, yeah. Nasordin Imavov. Ah, okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I watched that, and the they were pretty. Uh, Nasordin was like he was fighting like a great, not well emotional, I should say. Like he was mad. I guess I don't know. During that fight week, Joaquin Buckley was like talking. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I did hear they were, they were talking some smack because you know how how well Joaquin can get. But yeah, like, and then I think also since he was fighting for in like in ho his hometown, he you know he wanted to like get a finish too. You know, that's what I think yeah. he was also fighting like that. Yeah, it was a uh, yeah the the fight was I mean it was good. Uh, was it Joaquin Buckley was more uh, working like moving around and trying to explode on uh, Nasruddin. Um, but Nasruddin was just he was you can tell the height difference was was there. Um, and he, he was just, I guess, I think Nasruddin was just waiting for that perfect shot to put him to sleep. Cause we have seen, uh, Joaquin Buckley oh, yeah. has been finished. Uh, like when he fought Kevin Holland, uh, -huh. uh, he was finished there. Um, 
but yeah, he kind of Nasruddin kind of stopped the uh, Joaquin Buckley's uh, role because I believe his previous fight he had won, or I don't know if he was on a two fight winning streak. I think he was like on a like four fight winning streak. I think because he was on a he was on a, he was going on the good roll. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. It was three, three, it was three. Yeah, so if he would have won on Paris, it would have been fourth. Four, that would have been the fourth. That would have been his fourth. But um, but yeah, that was. I mean, it was a good fight. Um, and then Bobby Knuckles was just <laughs> on a different. Uh, he was just quick. He seemed quick for yeah. for uh, Vittori, and it was just like Vittori was just, I guess, trying to walk him down and land that big punch. But no, Bobby yeah, Knuckles with the leg kicks. Uh, and uh, his, his so, speed, like he would throw some punches and it was quick, and I was like, "Whoa!" Like these are some good shots. Yeah, um, and then also like with with um, Robert Whitaker, he like his his combos they're like simple combos too. You get me? Like he usually does like the one two, and then boom, you know, he sets up for like a kick, and like it's all like he like does those like bursts of explosions, and he's able to do it all three rounds. So that's like that was that was yeah. pretty good of him. Yeah, which is, it's crazy because, like, when he fights Izzy, it's just, I don't know, like, it, the, <laughs> the way that he, I mean, obviously, each fight is different, but the way that he fought Vittori, just, he didn't, like, incorporate any of those, uh like, the leg kicks that he usually does in almost every fight, um, that he adds those, like, he always uses those, and then, I think the, well, Izzy's pretty tall for Whitaker, but, like, I think uh, Whitaker threw one of those head kicks that he always throws, and it just like mo- like uh, Vittori had blocked it, and even though he blocked it, he still like mo- pushed them, moved them. So I was just like, it was it's crazy that some of those movements and techniques that work for the other middleweights, it just uh-huh. is he's just I guess on slightly ahead of him yeah. in that respect. I want to say also for like with the whole Izzy thing with how he fought him. Honestly, he was he. I guess he was like just scared of just fully committing to rushing in because you know yeah. in the first fight he he He's just wanted to go in and that's what like got him knocked out. So in this in the second fight, you know he was way more cautious. But I mean he was trying, but it wasn't enough to get the itch. You know I think he won, but like it wasn't enough for everyone could see. That he could yeah. win, especially the judges. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just it's hard to know with with judging and the fighting, like the fighters. It's just, you can think you're up, but then you're actually down, and yeah, it's hard. Dude. That's why I don't know. Like I've I've been watching like Ariel Ariel Hawani's uh, MMA Hour. Like I've been uh-huh. watching that ever since he came back, uh, since August of last year, I believe. Uh-huh. And I've just been watching that, and he just talks about open scoring and how he thinks and i actually kind of agree with him that open scoring may uh be uh, beneficial uh for the fighters um because yeah like uh for yeah like bobby knuckles thought he was up but not he wasn't because the judges obviously gave it to izzy so it's like and and a big argument against, like, I guess, open scoring, or the one that I only hear is that it'll cause fighter, like, whoever's in the lead will cause uh-huh. them to, like, coast. But uh, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm, personally, I don't think they should help the scoring, but, like, it's, like, probably, it, it, was, it is kind of, that's a big reason, because, like, you you will see, you can't see even, like, fighters, even now, whenever they know they're up, they're not really giving it their full best sometimes, you know? That's what, that's how I see it sometimes. Like, not all the fighters, you know? But there's those, some of those fighters that, are like, oh, they're, like, okay, I'm up two rounds. Like, a big example of this was Algermin Sterling and Piotr Jan. Algermin Sterling, he said he did enough to win the first round, I guess. And then he, he brought, and in the second round, twos and three, he won those clearly. In round three, four and five, he did not try anything. Like, I did not see him do anything that was like, oh my god, this guy's going to win the whole fight. You know, like, he clearly lost those two rounds, and it looked like he gave him those last two rounds. So I, that's why I think open scoring is kind of dumb because it's like, because it's also like a mental game, like with like um boxing and MMA. Whenever you don't know who's up in the judges, and you know it keeps you more like, like it keeps you more at edge if you're like, okay, dude, are they scoring it the same as me? Are they not? You know, and then there will be like those those arguments where like, oh, this fighter got robbed and blah blah blah, and then like a lot of people will agree, but like whenever it's like those like. 50-50 fights where it just it could just go anywhere, which just keeps the stakes high, you know. But well, I, mean, I, I think the the argument that I would pose towards that is like, I don't know if well that is true that fighters do like some fighters do coast, um, but like I want to say that like not all the fighters are gonna coast if they're ahead. Like I want to say that it, I actually think it would up the stakes in some fights because it's like. If one of the fighters thinks they're ahead and then they actually see in the scores that they're ahead, then mm-hmm. they should also think like, okay, well, my opponent knows they're down. They're okay. going to try to come and throw the kitchen sink at me and they're going to try to finish me. So I would say that the fighter that's ahead would be more defensively and trying to like not get KO'd or submitted or whatever it is in that matter. And then the fighter that's down is like, what? I thought I was winning. Yeah. Obviously the judges aren't giving it to me. So now I'm, I'm going to go for the finish on this guy. So it, mm-hmm. it like, I think it'd be more cool there. Cause it's like, okay, well this guy is going to try to be, this guy's not going to try to get knocked out. This guy's going to try to knock his, knock him out. So I think it'd be slightly like there. I don't think most of the fights would coast um, like, when was it like one of the I, like one of the reasons uh, I also bring that up is like uh-huh. uh, in one of the fight nights uh, song he had fought I think his, the fighter's name was Brandon Phillips. Okay, and, uh, I had watched one of the UFC Connecteds uh, like one of their on YouTube and whatnot, and uh, they were like talking about that fight and Song just misunderstood because he trains with Uriah Faber. Okay. So, songs Chinese so he hasn't still learned English as much Uh so in the corner from the second round to the third round uh Uriah or um yeah Uriah Faber was telling him or yeah yeah, he was telling him like hey you're down like I need you to go for the finish okay but Ong actually misinterpreted him and thought that he said (laughs) you're up two rounds <laughs> no. So then, like there, it's kind of like he thought he was up, and then in the, even in the third round, he still brought it to uh, Phillips, 
Uh-huh. And uh, like he he so brought it up toward him, and your Uriah, Uriah Faber was like, "Damn, I should have kind of started saying that stuff since the first round because he was like he saw that in the third round he was like trying to finish him and just pushing the pace and trying to win the fight. So it was kind of like there. Then maybe he could have like had he had that open scoring, he could have seen like, well, my coach isn't telling me that I'm up. Obviously, I'm down, so mm-hmm. there maybe like it could have cleared that misconception. But I don't know. I still I still think that like open scoring would be pretty cool. I mean, just to have, and I mean, well, yeah, because I mean, not, like other arguments that I've seen is just like, oh, well, it takes away that uh, the surprise factor at the end <laughs> that like like who's gonna win or who was winning or whatever. Yeah. That is true, but like I don't know. Like I feel like that would add more to the fight itself because it's like okay, well we know who's ahead. Let's see how they're gonna try to take this next round, or let's see what they're gonna try to change up so that they can get the win by finish or whatever it is. But I mean, we well obviously it's not gonna be implemented anytime soon. But yeah. it'd be cool to see what uh what what it'll do. Um, but yeah, and then the. After that fight, what is it? Uh, Tuivasa and uh, Gan. Gan. That was a good. That was actually a good fight. I want to say round two. I was watching oh. it, and then in round two, just oh Tuivasa just drops Gan, and I'm like, what the heck? Like, yeah. it, it was crazy because well, I don't think we've ever seen Gan be dropped. That hurt. Uh, yeah, and he was out. Like you, you just saw him. He just got hit. Like he walked into the punch, and boom, he just. Fell down, but I guess like that falling down into that impact is what kind of woke him up too, you know? Yeah, it was. Yeah, well, I mean, Gon was just using his movement and the leg, the leg kicks. Those body kicks were affecting to Ivasa. Like it was just, oh, it was crazy. Yeah, like I thought he was gonna get finished by body kicks. Um, oh, yeah, in that spot. Yeah, they were some hard kicks, and they were right on the spot, too. He was just, oh, my God. Yeah, I, I did feel that, too. But, yeah, um, Trivasa's determination, man. It was just like, I'm not going to stop. And... Yeah, and the, the coach in the in the mid, in between rounds was just telling him, like, don't try to show you're tough. Like, we know you're tough already. Like, uh-huh. he was more just trying to get him to still act with the game plan, but... I guess uh, Bam Bam just wanted to show his his, his excitement. <laughs> yeah, his and, excitement. yeah, and I mean the that finish was just that right hook that got to Ivasa. Oh. It, was, it was just perfectly placed, and then the yeah, it was beautiful the technique. Three, the three punches that followed Boom. were like what kind of started him to go down. I would there there was that back of the head like it was just. That hammer fist to the back of the head, I was just like, damn. But, know, it was not necessary at all. You just, you just yeah. saw him go like, boom. And, he, and like, it was intentional too. Like, he, he knew what he was going to do because like, who's going to throw back to the fist just like that, you know? It was like going especially towards the head. But, you know, apparently, they didn't cost him anything. So, props to him. Props to him, I guess. But that's yeah, kind of, well, uh, I think it was already while Tuivasa was already going down. Like, I mean, obviously, we don't want to condone uh-huh. it's to the back of the head. But it was just like, you like I don't think that that's what was, like, 
okay, because of this, that's what garned the finish. Like, it was more like it was, he already threw three, four punches before that, and Tuivasa was already going down. So it was kind of like we can't just put the blame on that back of the head. The back fist or the hammer fist to the back of the head, that's what caused the finish. I don't think, at least I, that's not where I'm putting it at. It was just uh-huh. uh, the good punches before that is what caused them to go down. And I mean, we'll see. I actually want to see what they do with uh, Tuivasa because uh, the heavyweight division is. Yeah, it's getting stacked. Limbo uh-huh. right now since they're waiting on. Primarily, they're just waiting on Nganu to come back, or if yeah. he's going to resign. And John Jones, too. They keep talking about him, if he's going to return or not. Well, they want. I'm, I'm pretty sure they want to do Francis Nganu versus John Jones for the heavyweight title. Maybe. Um, I'm pretty sure that's the one that they want to do. Because, obviously, John Jones has said, like, either titles or the best in the heavyweight. I, I think he's going to... I personally think um, they're going to give John Jones Stipe, Stipe, you know, to see, like, what's up. Especially because I feel they don't want to just throw in John Jones with um, Nganu right away. Like, like I feel like they, I feel they want them to have John Jones to be successful. So you want to throw him, like, Stipe, who's, like, coming off, like, you know, that title loss. And, you know, who knows? Like, what would happen between them two? That's why, like, that's an exciting fight to watch. And I want to see that because I'm personally going for Stipe to win that. Because I, I think he's, yeah. you know, he's the best heavyweight out there. But, um, yeah, I feel with John Jones, it's really, I feel they are waiting. Um, They, they are waiting, I, I guess, for, like, Stipe or something. I don't know. There's, like, that big debacle going on. But I don't feel they would throw him right away with um Ngannou, especially since he's, like, He's not a heavyweight fighter. You know, it would probably be his first fight going there. So I don't think they just want to throw him in. Boom, like, yeah, fight, yeah. fight, fight Ngannou, the champion. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think if if they do uh, Ngannou versus uh, Jones, I'm pretty sure they might do Stipe versus Gan. Because Gan after the win, he was like, oh, yeah, I want a title shot. And I was like, I mean, <laughs> like... Your previous you just, fight, you lost. Yeah, and you just, you're just coming off a win against uh, uh, Tuivasa. So I was like, I don't know if that garners like just one win and then you're back to title contention. Like I would at least say, like, okay, if he does want a title shot, then let's go with fight Stipe uh-huh. to prove that you are, you know, the the creme de la creme, or or even gone versus. Uh, uh, the one that fought Tommy Aspinall, Curtis Blades. Uh, Curtis Blades. Because I, mean, I mean, we saw in the previous fight, uh, Nganu Nurmagomedov. Yeah, wrestle him. So I mean, it'd be good to see, like, hey, okay, let's see what how he does against another wrestler. Um, because I mean, Tuivasa was a striker, not really known for wrestling. So, uh-huh. uh huh. And and also he. With his striking too, it's not like the most like like the beautiful striking. It's more like I'm just gonna swing at you, you know. Yeah. And the striking, yeah, like so the dirty, dirty boxing style. Yeah, so I mean, there there's different matchups that can be made, you know, uh, Nganu Jones or Nganu Stipe for the trilogy. Um, uh-huh. or, or yeah, Jones versus Stipe. If Nganu 
is going to take longer than a year than in got uh Jones versus Stipe for the interim or you know uh Stipe versus Gone for an interim or I mean cuz we still have to wait for Tommy Aspinall to come back and he was on a roll before that uh, injury against uh, Blades, so. Blades. I feel like even um Tom Aspinall and Taito Ibasa. Like, yeah. I know they're, they're both prospects, like, to to fight there, but I feel they should throw throw them together, you know, because they're still young and, you know, they can fight again, too. Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, that's, yeah, and they're both coming off of their, well, Tommy Aspinall, even though it was like an injury, they are coming off of losses, both of them. So it'd be cool to see who can bounce back um, towards the top, top of the division. Um, but yeah, it's all depend. Well, I mean, I guess they're just really waiting on what Francis Ngannou does with the if he's gonna resign or not. And I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. He's really fighting for for more. Uh, what is it? More fighter rights, I guess, in the contract. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think it's. I don't think it's the money. I want to say it's more like the the. No, it is. It, it is the money. It, it is the money because if it wasn't the money, he wouldn't be complaining about it or like saying, like, "Oh, I want to go into boxing." Like, like, oh, let me fight Tyson Fury and make um a couple million dollars. You know, like it, it is about the money. Like he, like they clearly show it. They, he clearly shows it's that because if it wasn't, then you would just stay quiet. Like, I mean, there's other fighters, are, there's other champions that are making as much as he is, and you don't see them complain as much. So. Well, I think it's more about the, like, being able to do different uh, avenues. Like, you know, Nganu does want to box, but he also still wants to fight for the UFC. So I think that, from what I've, like, well, I've only seen it in, like, when he's done interviews with uh, at Ariel Hawani's show at the MMA Hour. Like, I've only, like, he has talked about he wants more uh what is it like more the word I'm looking more freedom at. yeah more, more freedom, freedom or yeah more like ways to be like okay well I'm gonna do obviously my MMA fights with the UFC but I want to do some some boxing or I mean I guess for this case it's just boxing that he wants to do so I guess he wants to do both and I guess he's fighting for being able to do both at the same time and not just okay you're just gonna do MMA and you can't do anything else until you finish your contract. So I think he's fighting for that type of freedom. Um, and I mean, who doesn't want more money? But yeah, like, I don't know. I think who it was in, I think you had brought it up in your previous episode. And oh, like, wait, the, between the, it was uh, the boxers, uh, the other YouTube boxers, the, the people from YouTube that are going into boxing. And we're all like, um, and we had a set that like we agreed that they're all doing it for the money. Uh, I was actually talking about like oh. fighter, I guess fighter pay, and when the fighters oh. sign the fighter contract pay. or whatnot. And I actually do agree with that. Like they they do know. I guess if they they're managed they're by saying, they do know what they're signing up for. So it's kind of like like they're getting uh, themselves in there in that in that pickle. Yeah, or I mean, if like if you want to make more money, then just like I guess, 
in the talking phases of the contract, like that's where you would bring it up. But I mean, it, yeah, it's, I would at least if I was in that endeavor, like I would just fight to put my name out there and there be then able to like talk about increasing my pay or whatever, or just fight out the contract and then propose a new price or whatever. Yeah, but I mean, also there there is those fighters that kind of get that leeway where they can, um, you know, they they have like a more of a relationship with uh with Dana White and well like Hunter and all the other guys where like the main guys yeah. are are in charge of that and you see that they they make some exceptions where they can like oh okay uh we are guys sorry for those technical difficulties I was struggling with the other camera I had. And the whole online, you know, I just have to say, fuck Spectrum Internet, it's horrible. Don't don't get it, guys. Or if you guys have it, it sucks. But um, yeah, um, let's let's get back to what we were talking about with the Spectrum's gonna take you down now. <laughs> Here, you <laughs> <video. laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, oh, so many problems, bro. But with with them, but it's whatever. Uh, <laughs> Um, but all right, um, we were talking about the UFC fighter pay. Um, I forgot where exactly we were on, where it was, um, I know I, I know I had said, um, do you know exactly what it was? Kind of like the, well, the UFC sometimes has their, some of their favorites. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, okay. So there's like those, those fighters that they can get to negotiate their contracts. And even, like, Loki, they've said it, too. Well, they didn't say it, but this is, I recently, like, I'm saying this because that's what I found out with Nate Diaz that before, I, when, you know, when he made that crazy call-out to fight Conor McGregor, he's like, oh, Conor McGregor, blah, blah, blah. You know, and then that bumped him up um, super crazy, and then they wanted to make that fight with him. But whenever they offered him the first fight, it was on... Um, kind of short notice, so they gave him the thing to offer him. I want to say with the same, they he, they kept the same fights that he had left, but the thing was they offered him they offered him like a million dollars, you know, way more than what he had than what he fought his last fight, you know. So it was like, oh, you see that there? The guy was all like able to negotiate his contract. When other fighters aren't able to negotiate how many fights they have left or how much money they're gonna get paid, because you know there's those fighters like there's those fighters that are like crazy big already, and you know they've said themselves that they don't get as much money. Maybe you know I I wouldn't see why they would lie about that, you know. So I would see that they're 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 telling the truth with that, you know. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I feel like it's just. The big names are the ones that kind of talk about that or at least say that they're not getting paid or whatever it is. So, I mean, I would just like be like, fight out your contract then. And then they're because like by fighting, you're obviously going to put your name out there and show like that you you do deserve based on your skills. You do deserve the bigger bumps in money. So I don't know. I mean. It is like, yeah, it's like you sign up for it. So it's just like either sign up for like a shorter amount of fights or just put up. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's just, it really is just how, how good, 
that fighter is known and yeah as well as the negotiation behind it um yeah yeah but all right, all right, all right. and then switch topics into boxing bro you know we have to we're mexicans we have to talk about the um, one of the best mexicans out there to be fighting especially to this well at the moment you know he if people consider him the pound for pound boxer, people consider him the yeah. pound for pound Mexican champion, you know, even though he he did show a way better, more aggressive style this fight. When we're, who are we talking about? We're talking about Canelo, of course. He recently fought Triple G with their tri trilogy fight. Um, you know, it was a really different output from their first two fights. What are your thoughts on how the fight went and how everything just ended up playing? Yeah, well, I actually thought... Uh uh like from the first round to round number nine canelo was just like he had he was more aggressive uh he was throwing more punches and triple g just seemed like he was uh i don't know what he, he just seemed like he was waiting for something or just he was waiting shy. for the green light or whatever it is um but i in round nine that's when like triple g started to like uh push the pace more and he was I actually, I don't know, I, I'd probably have to rewatch the fight, but I, at the moment, at the time, I had given uh, rounds 9 and I want to say 10 to Triple G, um, but I'd probably have to rewatch it to see if I still remain with that uh, verdict. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it just, there in those two rounds, I was like, ah, if he would have probably fought like this, either from round 2 or from the very beginning, he put a, it would have probably been a closer fight. Um but yeah, it was here. It was you could obviously like there is no way that anyone can say Canelo like was going to like lost. It, yeah, like, it was a good, good showcase and it was pretty. Uh, uh, I would I will, I guess dominant because he did win mo all of the. Well, some people will give him all of the rounds and uh, or the majority of them. So it was pretty. Uh, it was a pretty good performance from a. Uh, Canelo. We'll see what it I mean, I don't know if he should go up to uh 175. We could uh, I mean he fought uh who is it? I forgot the fighter's name, but before he fought, yeah, he, he obviously fought. finished him at 175, but uh that was just th that fight and then against Dimitri Bivel. Um I don't know, yeah. I don't think he should go up because I I don't think he'd win just because Dimitri Bivol just used his jab. He really just beat him with the basics. Um, and uh, but, Yeah, he did, but at the same time, that that's kind of his style of fighting um, because I, I kind of started watching more of his highlights of Bivol because he's fighting another Mexican boxer, El Surdo. Um, so we're going to see how that fight turns out. I mean, I'm going for Surdo, of course, because, um, you know, got to go for the Mexicans. But, um, yeah, um, Demetri Bivol, he does have that fight style of, like, just boom, you know, I'm going to keep you in range. And then if I need to go in, I'm going to go in and then out. You know, that one, one, two, one, two, three, yeah. one, two. You know, he, those simple combos, yeah. and he pulls them off perfectly, bro. It's, like, crazy. Crazy. It's crazy how, like... Uh, such simple combos can get you to win a whole fight. You know, especially if you can, like, it's like you're doing the same thing, but you're mixing them all up, you know, not using them at the same time repetitively and all of that. So, you know, that's really, that's that was a really interesting how, like, 
how you focus on some fighters because they really don't get the shine usually mm -hmm. but like once you really see how how good they are then you're like okay this guy this guy he's not popular but he has some good talent you know yeah yeah and i mean it'll be interesting to see what uh canelo does because yeah. i mean he he'll probably want to be going he probably will want that rematch against uh, Bivol. Uh -huh. um but he's probably gonna wait to see uh what ends up happening with his fight against surdo uh-huh um, so it'll be it'll be interesting what canelo does i mean because he could just stay at 168 and then just defend, defend. the titles but like he says he just wants challenges now so <laughs> it, i don't know who i mean unless someone in the 168 pound division there just really makes a name and proves to be a good challenge against canelo i don't know i do i'm pretty i feel like he'll he's gonna go up to get that rematch because I don't know. I don't think they're going to do another Triple G fight because, I mean, yeah. he won this previous one clearly. Um, and that is, There's no yeah. need because technically, because they gave him the second one too. So, like, it's like, okay, you're already up two. You know, there's yeah. no need. You know, there's there's going to be not, like, people, some people will watch it, but it's not going to be as, as much as anticipation as this one, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was really disappointing seeing how Triple G fought. I was expecting like a an all-out war because oh my god, because they like to talk so much shit, and they, then some yeah. one guy does just decides not to perform, you know. Especially because Triple G, yeah, I mean, I said this before. I I like watching the way he fights and just seeing how he fought this time. I was like, this is not the guy I watch fight. You know, it's like, come on, man, like. Just put on the show for everyone, you know. You're getting money, you know. You know, with the, the yeah, West, go for it. Uh, I don't think any, like, I don't think either of them would have been stopped. I think mm -hmm. it would just, like, if it would have turned into a slugfest, it would have been nice. Because I don't think, well, yeah, then I don't think any of them have been lost by stoppage. So, um, and like we saw in the first and second fight, like, both of them threw some bombs and they took yeah. them and still pushed forward. So it would have been nice. And I mean, who knows? This fight was like four years after the second uh -huh. uh, Canelo Triple G fight. So who knows? Maybe if they would have done it a couple years back, who knows? Maybe it would have been that barn burner that everybody was expecting. Yeah, like if they would, yeah, if they would, and then also a big difference too was the weight because uh, 168 is not Triple G's weight, so it was. Yeah. It's like maybe like, oh, what if he was just not used to being this higher weight? You know, he felt heavier. You know, he just couldn't couldn't let go, get that rhythm going. Yeah, because you know, were the first two at 160? Yeah, they were at 160. They were at they were yeah they were at the division lower. Yeah, I would. I mean, it that'd been interesting to see what how the fight would have been if it would have been uh, at one sixty. Yeah, or maybe Canelo just maybe couldn't make one sixty. Yeah, I don't think he, he wanted to make that weight anymore. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, if you if you, if you go up in weight, it, it really like the chances of you going back down are really low because like either you went up for a reason, you know. Yeah. Um, like, you know, like, like, um, I don't know if you, like, how we recently saw Shakur Stevenson, he missed weight. Yeah, he missed weight by a pound and 1.6, 1.6 ounces or whatever. 
Yeah, it was just. It was just. <laughs> I he would like the like in the what was it in the like stare down like he was he was talking and talking and then he goes and misses weight so it was just like come on come on I mean obviously he did put a good performance but it was just like what was in the back of everybody's mind is like this guy missed weight so yeah he's gonna be heavier yeah so it was I mean it was a good performance I did feel like he could have probably stopped it but Conseil mm-hmm. Sao was just he was just moving more uh in the yeah he was just moving a lot more because um, uh-huh. he Shakur was catching him and, yeah uh, he was he's throwing some good some he good was shot. catching him and I think he did drop him once and whatever um besides when he like freaking shoved him down or whatever <laughs> I was just like dang this yeah. is about to turn into an MMA fight <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's going to be really interesting to see Shakur going up to 135, you know. That division's the stack, the stackedest one, so we'll see what happens there. Devin Haney and Kambosos is going to happen. Yeah, and we have Lomachenko going for that, for that rematch for Kambosos and Haney. I think Devin Haney's going to take it again. Because the first fight was just, I don't even think it was, he, like... There's no way you could say Kambosos was... Uh, yeah, he wasn't even close. Like, you can't say it was a close fight. Kambosos thought he was, it was a close fight, <laughs> but I didn't think it was a close fight. Devin Haney just... He won every he used round. his, his uh, height and the jab and kept him at a distance, and he used that really well uh, to win against the Kambosos. And I don't think we've ever seen a Devin Haney hurt, so it's not like Kambosos can throw that power shot to hurt him yeah it's, yeah, it's just a weird development because like teofimo beat lomachenko but then cambosos beat teofimo and then but now Devin haney beat uh cambosos so and it's not like we're gonna see i don't think teofimo's gonna go back down yeah he, he said, said he doesn't want to go back down yeah he said that that um the fight against the Cambosos was just hard on his hard on the weight cut or whatever it was. So no other yeah, excuses. Like we're but... gonna get the, if we get that rematch, it'll probably be at a higher weight. Um, and then uh, yeah, and then who else? I think I actually think Teofimo and Ryan Garcia are in the same weight class. I think it won forty. Yeah, because Ryan Garcia went up, and he doesn't yeah. want to go back down either. Yeah, I don't think and and there that's what's gonna be hard. Because I don't think, like, if we stick with Ryan Garcia, like, the Ryan Garcia versus Gervonta Davis fight, like, I don't think yeah, I don't think it's just because Gervonta's going to be like, I want to stay here at 135. And then Ryan Garcia's going to be like, well, I want to stay here at 140. So it's it'll be hard. Unless mm-hmm. they come up with, like, some, like, catchway thing, like 137 or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. That's smart. Well, That's smart. Be weird. Um, but yeah, I don't. I honestly don't think that that fight will happen unless one of them is like, "All right, I have to, I have to, I have to actually go to this." Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll, it'll be interesting with that Shakur move up. Like, what what'll happen if he fight? I mean, he wants to fight Devin Haney already, or he wants <laughs> to fight the winner of Haney versus Cambosas, which I mean, I, I feel. Mean, like- I feel a good fight for Shakur would be um, a lot of people I've been saying I've been seeing on like Twitter and you know Instagram when they put um, Shakur should fight Javante um, Davis. That's that's who they want to see him fight. 
and like yeah. it will really put the test to see how really he is if he's like in that high level in the 135 or you know yeah. if, if it's gonna take him time to be there yeah it'll be there they can there's some interesting matchups right because it's uh Shakur's going up and then there's Gervonta Cambosos and then we have Loma um, El Cruz, Pitbull. Oh, yeah. Pitbull Cruz, he's a yeah. killer. He's a killer. But they don't give him much credit. What? Jojo Diaz, I think. Jojo Diaz, yeah, but Jojo Diaz, like, what? What's bad for him is that he already lost to Devin Haney, so it's like, oh, uh, like you know, it's kind of harder for him to to get that big bump up, you know? Yeah, with Jojo Diaz. Yeah, um, you know, um, but let's make the switch back to the 135 in um in UFC, you know, for the MMA. Corey Sandhagen, he fought Sonya Don. Oh, that was that a was really good, good fight. That was it was a good fight because was a well, really good fight. Uh, Sandhagen was just using his movement, and you can obviously tell that power wasn't gonna stop. Like Sandhagen doesn't have that power to yeah. stop Song. So he was just using his movement and distance and then the elbows. He said that elbow, that upwards elbow that he threw was yeah, the- one of the fight. So it was uh it was nice to see. And like Song was just he was just a machine just going forward just and walking him down. Punishment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was interesting to see that with Song because yeah, he was just going through, but I feel Corey. He could have done um some things like as like as he would like faint like for like to go down and then you know how like Sonya Dong was like basically reacting because like Sonya Dong stuffed every takedown yeah. <laughs> that Corey that Corey threw you know because Corey's yeah. not known for being on the ground so yeah, I was like, like, just, just do this and then Song would easily sprawl yeah like, on the I was like that's that's a quick sprawl so. He could have probably incorporated, I don't know, a knee or something mm-hmm. to like, like oh, oh catch him going down and then catch him with the knee or something. Um, yeah, that was that was a weird approach, but I guess also since like you know, since you're just going there and just throwing hands, because he he hurt Corey Sandy, you know, honestly, like yeah. two times. There was that one, especially when he like Corey Sandy was like losing balance and he's just walking back, so you can tell Song had the power there. And, uh, you know, that was an interesting fight. No, yeah, that was interesting. But, um, you know, what's what's next for Corey? You know, they, they gave him two options. Or he wanted, he thought of two options, which was Mirab or Chilovera. You know, what, what do you think of those options for him? I think stylistically, Corey Sanhagen versus Chito Vera is uh-huh. a better matchup just because they're both going to be standing. And, uh-huh. again... Like Cheeto Vera has good takedown defense. Like uh-huh. he he has good takedown defense. So if Corey Sanhagen's gonna try to take him down, like it, it'd be interesting to see how Vera can uh know that. But in terms of like striking, I'd prefer that matchup because of the striking between the mm-hmm. between Sanhagen and Vera. Um because I mean I don't know, like Murab is just, I mean, obviously we know he's just going to grapple. So it's kind of like, I would like to see his uh, striking, like Murab striking. So in terms of like uh, skill development, like Corey Sanhagen versus Murab, it'd be, I guess, cool to see like how can Sanhagen 
uh, fight when there's takedowns involved against him? And then how can Marab fight when the striking is higher for his opponent? Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, Marab's like on a, I think, is it like eight or, is it nine or ten fight win streak or something like that? Damn, um, I, didn't, I didn't know he had that many. I thought it was like six. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, I thought, I, I, I thought he had like six. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Six or, yeah, it's it's just up there. I'm not sure exactly how much. But yeah. uh, I, I feel the Rob, you know, they should do like Corey and Cheeto because, that, yeah, that would be a really interesting fight. And, you know, gotta go for my boy Cheeto, just saying. But um, I feel they should do Sonya Dong and Marab. You know, that would be like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, he, did, he was doing good um, on the on the floor or stuffing the takedowns from Koi, which is a guy that wasn't used for them. Like, how can he do against that's a guy that's known for taking you down? You know, how, how good would his takedown defense be? You know, and if he does stuff him, then we can see Marab striking and, you know, see if Sonya Dong can capitalize on that, you know, so that, that that's what I would hope to see, you know, because they're, they're also top contenders. Um, Sonya Dong, you know, he put up, you know, they it was a doctor stoppage. You know, if the if he if they would have let him, like he would have continued towards the fifth round, and you know, who knows what would have happened there. But you know, he's still up there as a top fighter. You know, because you saw Corey lose. He what? He lost two his past two two fights. He lost them. If I'm correct, the past two fights back and back, he lost them, and everyone's like, "Oh, okay, like this guy's already." Yeah, he, they were like, oh, okay, like, this is already going down, you know, like, his his hype is over, but then you see him beat against the top prospect, so, you know, even, like, especially in, um, you see this a lot in UFC, you can take a loss and still, like, come back stronger, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's an eight-fight winning streak for Murdoch, but, oh. yeah, it'll... Because, yeah, Corey has the loss to Dillashaw and Yan, so it'd be cool to see, like, okay, let's see how he uh, how he uh, fares against more top guys in the division. So, I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd prefer Corey Sahenge versus uh, Cheeto Vera. Um, just because I think that'd be more a uh, more an exciting fight, rapier fight, um, <laughs> than against Murab. I mean, but then again, like let's say they do make Corey versus Vera, like what what would they do with Murab? Because it's kind of like Jose Aldo retired, and then yeah. Pedro Munoz is recovering from his eye injury, eye. the eye poke, and then we yeah. have Peter against Sean O'Malley. So it's he pot like I mean I don't know let's see who who he has because I don't think the only top contenders that he's fought is uh who Morab yeah Morab I think it's just Jose Aldo it's just been Jose Aldo I think he knocked out um who's that fighter um Morais oh yeah. I think, yeah, he, he, I think it was Morais. Everyone knocked out Morais. And then that, oh, I have, yeah, everyone knocked out Morais. Yeah, he has a win against John Dotson and then Corey Stamen and then Morais and Jose Aldo. So it's kind of, I mean, like, he is on that eight fine winning streak, but it's like, he hasn't really fought Top some of those guys. 
So it's like, I mean, they can give him a top guy. Yes, so. and, yeah, talking about that with like fighters that have um big win streaks, you know, um, you see they're like all these like, especially, I don't know, I see it more with Russian fighters. Um, they'll be fighting more people that are not ranked as high as them, and then somehow they get like a big boost, and you know they're like, oh yeah, this guy's at a like eight fight win streak, nine fight, ten fight win streak, and give him a title shot. But then you see his resume, and you're like. Okay, yeah, he he fought one guy that was here, blah blah blah. This guy that was whatever. This guy is like not close enough, you know. Like, where where's the top contender fighters, you know? And the other guy I'm talking about that that's the Russian fighter, you know, is of course Islam Makachev. It's Islam, bro. Like oh, he's yeah, or even like Khabib, like oh, Khabib. Khabib. One of those stories where it's like, what could have, what could have happened. Had yeah, he's not retired and still fought because I mean, obviously he has wins over Edson Barbosa. Um, he did beat RDA, um, but it was I I want to say is like when it was his decline because RDA was not the champion anymore at that no, time. When I think when he no no that was that no no I I saw this when he fought RDA. It was um before they were both jumped into like oh like who's next for the title who's next for the title. It was like way before they were both up there. Oh really? Oh, yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. That, yeah, that's oh, when dude. they fought. But like, still, you get me? Like, it wasn't back, but... RDA championship like level. Still, right. you know? Yeah, because he did. Do- RDA did dominate Anthony Pettis at that time. Yeah, and, he uh, destroyed him. I mean, yeah, like he he fought uh, Dustin Poirier <laughs> and then uh, uh, Justin Gaethje. <laughs> Yeah, um, his last he, fights were okay. They were reasonable. They were, they were like, okay, he fought. He he fought the best of the best that were up there. But then you saw his way going up there. He didn't fight the best of the best. He fought. He fought. You know, just casuals. You know, guys that are just like, you know, getting their fights. You know, can't really get that push or that break to uh, you know take off. So you know, he doesn't. He his resume going up there wasn't the best. Um, yeah, his. The fights, you know, well, of course, because when you're champion, you have to fight the best of the best. But, you know, going up there was like, come on, man. Like, even even for the title, you know, he ended up fighting Al, Al Quenta, which was like, I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. It, the guy was a ranked team. Yeah, he was in a, I mean, I think he was ranked, I think he was ranked 10 to 11 at the time. Yeah, he was. But yeah. Like, well, I, mean, yeah I, I guess we are starting to, to get into the top 10, but it's like. If we look at his record, like from Michael, he beat Michael Johnson, then Edson Barbosa, then Ale Quinta, and then Conor McGregor, and then Dustin Poirier, and then Justin Gaethje. So like from there, like there, that's where he started to rack up those, okay, those top contenders. That's where he's adding it to his resume. But it's just like one of those things where like what could have been like Tony Ferguson, how would he against him? Uh Michael Chandler is now in the mix, so it's like, oh, well, well how could he have done? Um, you know, and, and uh, as well, too. Who? Uh, Charles, how could he have done against oh, Charles? Charles? Now that he's Charles. on this good uh, good fight win streak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause um, how you? Yeah, cause with that, cause and you see Charles when he when he went up on, when he went on his win streak, you know, yeah, at the beginning. 
he wasn't fighting at like I think it was like his first like four fights. He wasn't fighting really the the best going up in that streak. But then he really started taking a spin and he started fighting fighters like Kevin Lee, who was still a big name there. And then um after Kevin Lee, I forgot who you know, but I forgot who else did he fight. Let me go see it real quick. But I know he he fought some really and then Tony Ferguson after. Oh, okay, so it was, it was Tony Ferguson right after. And, you know, it was like, it's like, you know, there's those two fighters. And then after that, well, he got that Michael Chandler fight. And then, you know, he beat Dustin and Gaethje with a good fashion. So, you know, like, uh, I yeah, know he fought I'm... more top guys. Let me see. Let me see real quick. Where is this? Well, he guy? has a win against uh, Clay Guida, Jim Miller. Uh, but the big, like, I mean, those are known names, right? Clay, Clay Guida and Jim Miller, but they're not really, like, in that, like, like top that five, top we can say, or top ten. Um, so, yeah, Kevin, I mean, he's, like, he's also on a on a good win streak. Um, and, like, most of the names here, like, you can say, like, oh, okay, I know who that fighter is. Yeah. Um, you know, like, Clay Guida, Jim Miller, uh, Kevin Lee, Tony Ferguson. And it's, like... For, for uh, Islam, uh, like <laughs> Islam, the only two fighters that were ranked yeah, for Islam was two fights that were um, what what was it that were short notice because both yeah. of his fighters, you yeah. know, they got injured, and the and the fights that replaced them, yeah, they were top guys. Which well, one of them was a top guy, which was um Dan Hooker, but he was coming off of loss, you know, so. Probably there was yeah. a lot going on in his head. And then the next one was Bobby Green. But, you know, Bobby Green was just like, he's just like a fighter that's like, you know, he's like, a, what, is, what term do they say? Um, That they like, they like talking smack and they say this term. He's just, um, uh, I know Kobe says this word a lot. Um, It's, um, the, the fighters, uh, uh, it's I forgot the word. Uh, give me you one just second. Walk the walk. Yeah, no, 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 guys. That um, his name is uh, is... Kobe. He's Kobe? a journeyman. He's just a journeyman. Oh, you know, journeyman. he just fights. He just fights whatever fight. He's a journeyman. You know, Bob and Bobby Green. Which then, like you, you know, he he beats Bobby Green like super fight. It's super close, and like there was a short notice, and then he got a title shot. But then you see Bobby Green. Like, come on, that guy. Like they gave him a lot of hype for nothing. Like, oh, this guy's all this and all that, all of this and all that. They gave him so much hype, just I guess because he was gonna fight Makachev. Um, and then look at him now. He's testing positive for PEDs. Like, come on, bro. Well, it's not like, I mean, if, if you've seen the video, he just, he just really just didn't do his research. In other words, like, it was just, <laughs> uh, I fucked up, like, no shit, dog. Yeah, he was like, like, he even said it. He's like, I didn't do my research. But he's like, oh, I, didn't, I don't do my research because, like, I don't do, PED, so why should I do my research? But it's like, I mean, if you're gonna be in the USADA pool, like you at least have to know like what's what they told, what's like not. what's banned and what you should avoid. So it's kind of like he was like, oh yeah, I was watching this TikTok or these YouTube videos, and this guy was recommending this stuff, but I didn't do my research, and then I get <laughs> banned. So it's like, bro, like at least Come like, on. <laughs> hey, this guy, this person online is saying that this helps me in my sleep. 
but it's like okay let me see if this uh vitamin or whatever it was like is uh like it's not banned and i mean surely enough like the one that i think it was it was like dha or whatever it was and it's like they tell him like yeah this is in our ban list it's like bro <laughs> come on like at least uh, i don't know i mean at least do your research it's like it's, it's funny because i'm who was he supposed to fight? Jim Miller, I believe. Jim Miller. What's it because called? Uh, in the, uh, I don't know if it was in the Sanhagen song fight. Uh-huh. Um, fight night. Or if it's in this one, the... the I think it was in the one with Dern against uh, Jan. But um, yeah, I think it was this previous fight night that had happened, I think, a week ago or so. But... Yeah, let me tell you a funny thing, though. Let me let me tell you. Bobby Green, he went on the Joe Rogan podcast, and then I listened to it. I was like, okay, you know, I have time to listen to it. And I watched the whole thing. And then uh, it reminds me whenever he, you know, they flagged him for the for the pool, is that he was, he was talking about Joe Rogan, that the um, fighters that fight in, that are from Thailand, or, you know, they're in Thailand, that they just using all the drugs. And then he, he was all like, uh, how do you know? Like, Joe was like, oh, how do you know this? He's like, it's just known. It's just known. And then you just see him get flagged for this, too. So I'm like, what? It's like, come on, bro. Like, uh, you know, you, you, you can say your excuses, but at the same time, there's, like, other stuff going on, you know? <laughs> but uh, that, was, that was funny because as soon as I saw that post, when they're like, this guy got flagged, it just, like, that memory of him saying, like, yeah, it's known that they take, um, PEDs in like Tiger Muay Thai, you know. I was like, "What? How do you know, bro?" You know, and he's like, "Ah, yeah, it's just I don't know. he just he just made a rookie move, I guess. Just didn't do his research. <laughs> he he ain't got that secret juice, bro." Paulo <laughs> Costa, I really do want them to make that Paulo Costa versus Chimaya fight. That'll be yeah, a good fight. That one's yeah, that one's gonna be really good, you know. Especially when Chimaya was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna fight at 185." You know, because then it's like his hype's still there for Chimaev. You know, people are now going to want him to see lose. And then especially with Paulo Costa, everyone loves him now. Yeah, so it's like the good guy versus it's bad funny, guy. Man. So, yeah, that fight, yeah. Should not, they should book that fight. They should book it in Brazil, too. It would be it would be amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, be but, cool. I mean, yeah, they're, like, still finishing up with that Charles Oliveira and uh, Islam Makachev. <laughs> like, I mean, his only, like... Like from Ar- Arman Sarukian, it, from there, like Ar- he beats Arman Sarukian and then he drew Dober. But they're like, they, those two are like in the top 15, I want to say. So it's kind of like, I mean, there's still no, like he doesn't have that many wins against people that are in the top 10. Yeah. Well, yeah, Dan Hooker, I don't think is in the top 10 of, or he right might now be in he's the at 14. Yeah, so, and then, like, Bobby Green, I don't think, is in the top 10. Nah, they, yeah, that dude's gone. All right, yeah, I don't, he, yeah, he's not yeah. here in the top 10, so it's kind of mm-hmm. like, like, I mean, yeah, you have a win streak going, but it's not like a, a beefy yeah. win streak. Yeah, so. like, they, they, which, this is what I hate, because um, he was supposed to fight, Islam was supposed to fight um, Benil Dariush, and then yeah, they were like, oh, you know, they're just they're not making the fight. But then they're going to fight at the same fight. Like, at the same fight card. And you're I mean, like, yeah. what? Like, what's going on? Like, what? Like, come on. 
Like, they should have just done that fight to make sure, okay, this guy's really good. You know, he deserves this. Because I, I don't think he deserves that title shot at all. He's talking so much shit, saying he does. But I'm all like, not even close, bro. Like, no. Like, what, what are you even talking about? You have that... You have that Dana and Habib privilege right there. It's a two in one combo. That's why he I has know, that type. And, of yeah, and they've they've been talking a lot. Like they've been talking a lot of smack, which is really rare because like when Habib was fighting, he was like, "Oh no, I'm I'm all about the respect stuff and not yeah, talking." Like but now he's over here talking smack about. Saying Charles isn't gonna show up on fight night is like, bro, like, I know, like, like, especially when you missed, like, you, you got lucky with your weight, you know, they, they, they you know, Charles Oliver had the worst of luck, oh. everything was against him, and look at him, bro, like, he ended up dominating that fight, you know, like, it's like he yeah, showed, that, yeah, like, that's you missed weight. and it's, and it's like, like, 0.5, like, half an ounce. Uh, yeah, it was like 0.5 of an ounce. It doesn't compare like how uh, Hamza almost eight pounds. Like, come on, like, like you can't just say like, oh, I mean, obviously they are on the same field because they did miss weight, but you can't yeah. say like, oh, like Charles didn't have that much of a weight advantage against uh, yeah Gaethje. So it was like, come on. And then we'll yeah, yeah like half of the time we'll. Or most of, like, on some of his fights, he'd pull out because either he couldn't make the weight or because, like, he was having... Tiramisu! Tiramisu! Uh, <laughs> he was just having those troubles, make, like, dropping the weight. So, I don't know. I mean, it's weird that he's now a talker. When yeah. He's not fighting, so. yeah. But, I, I mean, it, it will be an interesting fight. I am rocking with uh, Dubronx. Dubronx! I went against him again. I went against them against the DP fight, and after the DP fight, I was like, "Yeah, I'm on, I'm on Dubronx, I'm on the Dubronx train right now." Uh, no, well, for me, I'm still on the, I'm on the Dubronx train. I just, I have him four winning uh, against um, Dustin Poirier because I didn't think Dustin Poirier was all that just because he beat Connor. You know, like it's like that guy's coming off, you know, like fighting once every whenever he wants. You know, so that's why I was all like. He doesn't deserve, like, to be up there or having that title shot yet. But um, yeah. I did think he was going to lose against um, Justin Gaethje. So that one really shocked me. And that's where I was like, okay, this guy deserves his respect. You know, I was like, I got to give it to him. And, you know, and there's still so many people thinking he's going to lose. Like, it's yeah. crazy. I know. And I'm crazy. like, bro, do Bronx all day. And then freaking Islam was like, Oh, he doesn't even speak English. I was like, bro, your English is trash too. <laughs> yeah. But he's on the freaking DC and RC show. Like, oh, and then DC just like, oh my God. He's over like, here like. So he's biased. To, freaking, I mean, <laughs> it's his boy, but relax, DC. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, but I think one of the biggest questions for that fight is going to be like, hey, is Charles really going to make that weight? Because that's probably one of the biggest questions is, is he going to be able to make that weight? Yeah. I mean, like, it was 0.5 of an ounce, so I'm pretty sure he is going to make the weight. Especially now, I feel like he, he, he wants to prove that he can make the weight. And the Islam's been talking, so he wants to shut him up. So Yeah. I'm pumped for that fight. And then yes. the co-main is uh, 
Aljo and uh, Dillashaw. Dillashaw. So that, that's going to be a good fight because, I mean, uh, Aljo is a good wrestler. He is a good wrestler. So, and Dillashaw's more, I want to say he's striking. better at like, mixing striking and wrestling. Um, uh-huh. so that would be a good good fight to see uh, like how, uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure I mean, I hope it's like a good mix of both, like striking and then taking down and doing some scrambles. Mm-hmm. Then it is just a, I don't want to see a wrestling match. Yeah, I feel I feel it, he is going to try wrestling him because TJ Dillashaw yeah. he has some of the best striking out there. You know, you saw how he did against um Sanhagen, which is a guy that's known for striking. You know, so yeah. when you when you beat a guy. The, it's like their best technique. It's like like you know you you know that guy's really really good in that in that area too. And especially Dillashaw, he's been saying a lot that like he's like, hey, my wrestling is really good. My because he he did come from division. I, I think it was division one. I'm not sure division one. Um, you know, college wrestling. So he does have that wrestling background. But we would it would have to see how he does with like you know all like the jujitsu stuff and you know. But yeah, I'm going for Dillashaw for that fight. You know, I don't, I don't like Algerman Sterling. I never think he deserves that fight. I don't think he lost. He won that last fight. So yeah, I just I have no credit towards um Algerman Sterling, none whatsoever. So I want him to lose personally. You, who do you yeah, think's gonna? That I mean, his fight against Jan was. Uh, I feel like what caused Jan to lose was he was fighting really emotional. Like he was just fighting angrier and he just wanted to put Aljo's lights out but I mean Aljo was able to kind of keep him at the distance or incorporate his uh takedowns to prevent that from happening so I feel like if Jan wouldn't have fought emotionally he probably could have won the fight because I mean like he was uh winning like their first fight he was doing better um, before the illegal knee, like he was getting the better rounds against Aljo, so it was surprising to see Jan fight really emotional. Um, yeah, so, was... I don't know. I I think I don't know. I want to say Aljo might. I don't know because TJ's really good. Hot so, take, hot take. You think Aljo's gonna take? I think it? I don't know because I mean people really thought that Jan was gonna win and he was able to just. Wrestle and backpack him. I give him that fight. I give him the first round. I don't care, bro. Yan took that first round. Aljamain striking is the worst striking I've ever seen. Who throws and who throws like this, bro? It's like like come was, on. that first round was was close because it it just there wasn't too much activity to judge from either I, end. So yeah, I don't that, know. And yeah. I haven't and watched also, it in a while. I probably need to rewatch it to see how much uh, activity there was. But when we were watching it live, like it was just hard to judge that first round because, like, both fighters didn't really throw as much. Um, yeah, they're all cautious. Round one is probably the one that that was the. It just the, decides who who what wins. Like why they yeah. give them the fight, you know. Yeah, because two and three was Aljo all day, and then three and four and five was uh, Jan. So yeah, it was clearly just that first round. Yeah, but, and I, mean, I don't know. I think Aljo. Well, if I don't know if Aljo just wrestles and keeps 
Dillashaw on the ground, I feel like Aljo will win because of points or whatever. But if Dillashaw is able to kind of prevent the takedowns or at least like kind of reverse them or something, like Dillashaw has more potential to win is what I'm trying to say. So yeah, um, I, uh, I think I'd go with Dillashaw too. But yeah, I want Dillashaw to win. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it'll be it'll be good. Well, it'll be interesting because if if Dillashaw wins then they probably will give Marab a shot or something after a fight. Um, I think Marab could at least fight one more top contender. And then give him a shot. shot. Yeah, I think that too. Um, That would be be perfect, you know, for him to get that. Because, like, I, I wouldn't think if, like, Let's say this guy wins. I really wouldn't think they would give him the shot to Marab because they're both teammates. And I don't think they're... I think they've said it, that they don't want to fight each other, right? Yeah, so that's just weird. But, um, and then after that, that, well, before that fight, we have another fight that's in that division, which is, um, Sean O'Malley and Pierre Young. That one's going to be a really good fight, too. Um, we'll see. Yeah, it's going to be a... Interesting fight, yeah. Because um, Sean O'Malley is talking smack of shit already. <laughs> He's all like, yeah, I'm, really... I'm not even going to get punched once. I was like, oh, that's a, that's a big talk, bro. That's some big talk. Yeah, as, I want to say as long as, like, Peter doesn't fight emotional, uh-huh. I'm, like, he should be able to uh, dominate do that better. fight. Because I, mean, well, I think he's one of the best pound-for-pound pound out there, right. Pierre Young. You know, so, yeah, I really think, I really do think Jan's going to have that pressure going in. Like, he's going to, he's just going to pressure him. Because, you know, how he, he has that, that Muay Thai, like that high guard, you know, like having his legs ready, you know. So, I feel, I feel he's just, he's just going to dominate. Yeah, is... Go for it. Oh, it just sucks that, like, uh, Sean's previous fight, we really weren't able to see anything. I mean, because, yeah. I mean, one round, you can't say, like, oh, yeah, like, because I won this one round, I'm always, I was going to win all five. Like, it's like, come on, relax. Yeah. Like, I mean, and it's not like that first round was dominance with by Sean. It was just, like, I mean, most of the yeah. time, like, the first round is those, the first round where you just kind of, like, collect data and see what, what the reactions are. And then round two and three, that's where you then just, like, implement whatever uh-huh. your game plan but i mean kind of i mean it kind of sucks that sean has that he just talks like oh first guy to stop pedro munoz oh my god bro i know Golly. like when he lost to cheeto vera he's like oh i'm still undefeated like i mean come on bro like take take you know take that last you know yeah. if not then finish the fight you know like come on you yeah know? And, like <laughs> He's like one of those two where he just hasn't been. I mean, Pedro Munoz. I mean, Cheeto Vera was like on the come up as well, but I think top ten maybe or top fifteen. I want to say, but like his next, like his t- ranked opponent was Pedro Munoz. So it's kind of like it's one of those like what could have been type of scenarios. Yeah, yeah. We haven't really seen Sean O'Malley fight the. The best of the best in the bantamweight. Um, yeah, he just so 
had a big jump, so that was yeah. crazy. Because I don't think we've Dude, ever seen. Yeah. I don't think we've ever seen Jan hurt. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I've ever seen him hurt. So, and he has a good chin because he, he yeah. would like all the shots he took from, especially from Corey Sanhagen. You know, so like, and he was taking some knees too to the head. So you know, he he can take a shot or two. So I think I think um, Piotr Jan's gonna win it. You know, I'm sticking towards it. I don't think um, unless it's like like if I'm watching the fight and in like the first round I see like Sean O'Malley like is really coming strong. Cause um don't forget also Piotr Jan is a really really slow fighter, which I hate from him. He's a slow fighter, so he really if he does lose the first round, like let's say he was really slow, if he does lose the first round, he's gonna have to increase it right away in the second one, you know, or start off a bit more fresh, you know. Yeah, because I think it. Yeah, it's a three-round fight, so here the they were gonna have to start at a faster pace than <laughs> their. Well, Jan's probably the only one that's fought uh, five, five rounds. rounds, so he's gonna have to pick up the pace slightly faster. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it. Uh, I do wonder what the thought process was to make the Peter Jan versus Sean O'Malley fight fight like what what the reasoning was behind it i mean it's a good fight and it's obviously getting people to talk about it but yeah. it's kind of like i wonder what what went behind that because it's like how do you go from pedro muñoz to then one of the best one of the top two guys yeah in dillashaw excluding the champ yeah i mean what i want to happen is i want um I want these two to, I want, um, what's this guy's name, um, TJ to win, and Jan to win, and then them setting them up, you know, that would be, like, you would be like, okay, this, this fight here is like, really, who's really the pound for, you know, the pound for pound battle weight as we speak, you know, so, yeah. that one, that one, that, that's, that's what I'm hoping for, you know, sometimes things don't go the way you want them to, but we'll see what happens, you know, like, that's, that's gonna be really interesting. You know, all these fights are coming up. They're all good. You know, I'm pretty sure there's way more other fights that, you know, if we look at, we'll be like, okay, this one's going to be good and stuff like that. Like, oh, that. Doug Nasty returning to the cage. Yes, <laughs> Nasty. I think he's fighting uh, Calvin Cater. No, that's our Arnold Allen. Oh, that's right. Arnold Allen, Calvin Cater. No, Tug Nasty's fighting. Uh, I, I know he's in the top 10. Oh, is it? No, it's not Emmett. Uh, Let's see. Um, he is fighting. It's not till, is it? Is it till next year? It's next, next year, right? Really? I thought it was at the end of this year. Oh, in December? I think that's what I thought. I'm not sure then. Let me see. Let me see. Damn, it really doesn't show. Let me see. Let me see. MMA. What's that thing? MMA. Hour? No. Um, yeah, I'm not sure who yeah, he's Arnold Allen and uh, Calvin Peter. That one's going to be good. Because Arnold Allen, you know, he's in the, I think, 10 fight win streak. Yeah. 
So that one's that one's gonna be interesting because Calvin Cater, you know, he's just he's there, he's just he's so close, but he I don't know. There's all it's always that one last fight before um getting that title shot where he messes up, you know, that the title contender fight where he's messing up. So so he just needs that one push. Cause I I think I I give him the fight against Josh Josh Emmett. I was there to see that fight, so I gave uh-huh. him that fight. But yeah, they they weren't they weren't really doing anything either one of them. So they just gave it to Josh Emmett. I guess they saw more outcome from him. But yeah, I want. I mean, Calvin K is just up there. He's like he's just one one good win. I feel if he beats. Nah, it's because it's because there's still other guys that want that title shot, so I wouldn't exactly know how it would go there. But yeah, he's one of those fights that fighters are just like, okay, he's so close for the title shot, but you know, he just can't pull it off. Yeah, can't find it. Yeah, I'm not sure. Is it in the canyon? Oh, MMA Junkie is the one that posted it. MMA Junkie. Or it might be in the... Let's see. Bryce Mitchell. Let me see. Oh, Bo Nick was fighting this week. El oh, Nick yeah, Nick. Dana White's Contender Series. Yeah, in the Dana White Contender Series. That one's going to be good. Um, So I hope he wins to get that to get that um contract. But was, I'm pretty... I mean... I think so. We'll see how yeah. that's going. Let me see. I think I can just switch it up here on their stuff. Ah, let me find. <laughs> Damn. I really cannot find it. <laughs> yeah, I know. What the heck? Let me just search up. Mm, the heck is this? No. It's not here on the UFC thing. Okay, let me see. See if it's on Wikipedia. No. It just shows that he beat Edson Barbosa. These are all. To go three years, four years, load more. Yeah, it's not showing anything. What the heck? And these guys were the ones that posted it. Unless they, they took it down or something. Let me check. Oh, was it against the Korean zombie? No, right? Oh, I think so. Let me see. That means I think that is it. Because it, yeah, it's not. I want to see it might have been against the Korean zombie. Let's see. Let me junkie. Let me see if they show it here. I can't find it. Oh, no, no, I found it. Mozart Elovev. Ivlaev? Yeah, he, November 5th, actually. Yeah, he's finding. Let me see what. Let me see if that guy's ranked or not. November Ranking. 5th. Is November that a fight 5th. Night? Most, yeah, fight night at Las Vegas. 
Mm-hmm. Well, but they haven't put it. He's like he's he's fighting the number ten. So he's Bryce Mitchell's number nine. And he's fighting number ten. But yeah, they haven't announced anything yet. Because I know I I know someone made I I think someone made like a fake tweet about him saying he's like I'm a wrestle the fuck or oh no I I know what he I know what he said they said like something but like religious um towards um because the guy's uh, Muslim <laughs> he's like he's like I'm a wrestle like and then they said like some. Something, some stuff. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was dumb. <laughs> but I, I think he, um, Doug Nasty was all like, "No, I didn't tweet this. This wasn't me." Oh, <laughs> uh, no, that's funny. That's gonna be a good. Well, yeah, it, it, it'd be interesting to see how they bring up. Uh, all the divisions actually are pretty, pretty popping right now. Yeah, there's some that are more five. active than others, though. Yeah, well, light. I think lightweight's pretty active. Uh, welterweight, well, nah, welterweight here and there. Well, yeah. actually, Sean Brady and uh, Bilal are fighting on that same. Oh, yeah. Uh, Bilal Muhammad, the most hated guy on this podcast, personally. <laughs> I don't like him. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I just don't like that they don't mix it up, you know, like Bilal just wrestles, like, we know, he's gonna wrestle so. It'd be cool. I mean, just mix it up, you know, mix up your striking with your wrestling. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of, I don't know. I think that's one of the reasons why I didn't like Khabib is just, he just wrestled and it's like, bro, come on. Like, people are getting mad at uh, Wonder Boy because it's like, okay, he just strikes. But it's like, okay, what about all the wrestlers? Like, they just wrestle. Yeah, so it's they like, just wrestle. And I mean, like, yeah, like, obviously for Wonder Boy, it's like, yeah, you do have to, like, have a good concept for all of them, right? Striking, striking, jujitsu, wrestling. Um, but it goes the same for the wrestlers. Like, I mean, come on, like, yeah, you can't just be wrestling and hugging the dude for fifteen minutes. Yeah, it, yeah, it's kind of what sucked. And, and then throwing so, like I mean, a weak, weak punch here and there, like you're just like, yeah, yeah. yeah but it'll be good because like. Bilal and Brady are both well. Bilal, both wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, they're both wrestlers. So usually, when it's two wrestlers, it they turns strike into a, a striking battle. So it'll be cool to see what. And Brady, Sean Brady's uh, undefeated right now, so mm-hmm. it'll be. Cool and I to think see. he has some. He has some power now because I think he has like a, some knockouts, right? I'm not I sure. So, yeah, I, I know. Well, he. I know he tapped out uh, Kiesa. Oh, yeah, he tapped him out. Yeah, he beat him. I think it was a rear naked choke. He has three wins by knockout. So he has some knockout wins. Yeah. But yeah, he beat his last fight. He beat Kiesa. Yeah, yeah that one's out Kiesa by... I think it was a RNC. Let me see. You, yeah, oh, no, it was unanimous. Unanimous. <laughs> yeah, unanimous. just let me see. Let me see if it shows if he had um knockdowns. No, yeah, he just he just beat him. Yeah, it was unanimous. I thought I thought it was by submission. Oh well, but I mean, yeah, he. It'll be interesting be- to see what what both of them do. Yeah. He does yeah, he does have four wins by submission. 
Because he doesn't have that yeah. many fights this year. Yeah, he's 15 and all. He's finished seven fights. So it's like, what, like almost 50%? So, Around there, yeah. Yeah, but that, that 280 card in Abu Dhabi is pretty stacked. Yeah, uh, who else is fighting? Let me see. Well, it just shows them uh, here on U e e UFC and the ESPN site. It just shows the main card is just Charles versus Islam, Aljamain, and Dillashaw, and then Peter and Sean is the main card. Oh, the, the, also that that pro, the dude from that flyweight, Ma Mohamed Mokayev, the guy oh, that's he's trained. In the... He's in, he's like he's in the prelims. Oh yeah, yeah, Mohamed Mohayev. Yeah, he, he. I know he's uh he's trying to get the youngest um UFC champion, um thing. So we'll see. He's talk. Yeah, he's talking a lot with that. So we'll see how he does. But right now he he needs to fight guys that are if he wants that he needs to start fighting ranked guys. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. That. Well, I think he's a. Is he at one twenty five? Yeah. Yeah, one twenty five. Yeah. So I mean. It'd be cool to see how he does against the the top 10 in the flyweights. Yeah, to see if he's ready. We're st I think, yeah. Uh, Brandon Moreno has the interim, so they're obviously going to make the fourth fight. Yeah. Against uh, Figgy. El Davison contra el Figgy. We'll see. We'll see with that. Yeah, so Zubaira Tukagov against Lucas Almeida. Volkan Ozdemir against Nikita Krilov. That'll be a banger. Just oh, striking, yeah. striking. Yeah, Volkan, he always trying to go for that knockout. Yeah. So we'll see how what happens with him. Because who did he beat recently? I know he beat someone good. He beat uh, Paul Craig. Oh, Paul Craig. Oh, yeah, that's true. At the UFC London. Yeah, because Paul Craig just wanted to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was just playing in the back. Yeah, and then he was like, yeah, now Paul Craig ruined it all. It was horrible. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, I guess Paul Craig, because uh, he did hurt him because he'd drop him sometimes, most some of the times. So mm -hmm. it was, I guess, Paul Craig didn't want any of that smoke. Yeah, he didn't want to get knocked out. Paul Craig. Pokrig. Pokrig. Yeah. yeah. Bilal against uh, Sean Brady. Brady. Benny Benildariush against Benildariush. Gamrat. Gamrat coming off the win against uh, Arman Sarukin. Mm -hmm. El Benny. I hope Benny, Benny, Benny wins because they, they look he's been doing him a bit wrong, but I hope he wins it. Cause like uh, I know he had said he's like, hey everyone, everyone who beat Tony Ferguson got a got a title match except me. <laughs> so so that's what that's what sucks, which was true, which was true. But damn, you know, it's because it also, I guess, because uh, he's not like a, as a big name or like as much people aren't talking as much as him, so they don't give him that push, you know. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. You know, apparently he's a backup too. <laughs> Cause they apparently yeah, they don't think so, yeah. Charles Oliver is gonna. Oh, that's that's so dis that's so much disrespect towards Charles, but you know people just like talking shit. Yeah, 
I mean, but it's good that they have those backup. Like, they have multiple fights with the same weight class because, I mean, it came in handy against the Diaz, Diaz Chamayev debacle. That's true. That, that did come in handy. That was all crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been interesting. Diaz versus Ferguson earlier in their careers, that would have been nice to see what what could have happened. Yeah, because, yeah, right now, I mean, Diaz, I don't know, he's a bit old too, but we'll see. I mean, because I, I don't think he, he performed that well. It was like, it was like a close fight, but I don't think it was like, like if it would have gone to the judges, I don't even know how they would have had it, honestly. But yeah, yeah. Diaz, um, I don't know, he says he wants to do boxing and he's another one that has that dirty style of boxing. You get me? That's like, yeah, it's like, be, uh, interesting to see yeah, what, like, what his next move is. I, I did hear he's talking with uh, Scott Coker with, with um, Bellator, so so we'll see if that happens or not. I mean, it's a one seven. Yeah, there's there's some killers there in Bellator that aren't talked about, but we'll see what happens with him. Yeah, I mean his. Well, I don't know the the biggest thing he could probably do is go boxing because it's like I don't know. I mean, if he goes and does jujitsu, like I don't think many. Like I don't even know if there's jujitsu like just like fight nights, but for jujitsu, I mean, I I know there's like those like those special ones that they have like special. Uh, nights. I know there's that world tournament or eighty eighty cc or something like that mm-hmm. for just jujitsu, um, which I mean, if he if he wants to do that, then yeah, yeah so they ha- they have those, but yeah, it's not really as like televised, you know, or like you know, it's just like. The, they're they're there for you know like to see who's the best you know, yeah. So yeah, we'll see what happens with all of that. You know, this is this yeah. is a good episode. We got a lot of stuff out of content <laughs> out of it. So the fights yeah. are good. Is what we need. All we need. The biggest takeaways: fights are good. Fights are fights good. Are good. <laughs> fights are good. Fights are good. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. You know, with with our predictions, if we're right or we're wrong. But yeah, um, I don't know if you want to say bye to the people that are listening, guys. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me in the episode. We'll see these fights, how they play out. Thank you for having me. Of course. And guys, don't forget um, to to subscribe to the YouTube channel or just follow on like Instagram, TikTok, or where also I put the podcast out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You know, it would mean a lot. Any support helps. But yeah, guys, thank you. Don't forget, let's get to 100 subscribers. You know, there's going to be something special. I've said it before. You guys just keep out looking out. But yeah, guys, thank you. Don't forget, drink your water. Bye.